Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is July 15th, 2015. This is Brendan and today Tim and Tom are going to join me in our discussion about naive diversification in 401ks or whatever your company retirement plan may be. Now we're, we're not trying to be insulting when we say naive diversification. We wanted to explain this. We've got a couple of really good examples. Yeah, this is actually something uh, that's been studied by academics and, and they came up with the naive diversification title. So Not Tim, us. you want to want to talk a little bit about what we mean when we are faced with a lot of choices? Sure. Uh, naive diversification stems from a, a larger bias called the diversification bias. And this means when when people are asked to make several choices at once, you tend to diversify. Sometimes that could be helpful, other times not so helpful. So naive diversification was first uncovered by uh, Daniel Reed and George Lowenstein. And they did uh, a study on college students. And um, in this study, they gave them an opportunity. They got to choose from a variety of six different snack foods. Um, and there were a couple variables that they did in their study. So the first group got to pick a snack at the beginning of the week uh, for each of the following three weeks. So on Monday they picked a snack and then the following week they were presented with the choice again with six options. The second group had to pick snacks for all of the following three weeks at the beginning of the study. And of the first group, just 9% ended up choosing three different snacks over the course of three weeks. They probably found something they liked in the first and week. They just and they stuck with it. I like chocolate chip it. cookies. I'm going to stick with right. that. The, yeah. the second group ended up, 64% uh, of the second group chose three different snacks. They diversified. Right. They were afraid they were going to miss out or something. So I'm yeah. going to have chocolate chip cookies, potato chips, and, uh, and gummy worms. You yeah, know? because they had to make their decisions up front. They weren't really sure what they were going to like, so they said, well, I'll take a little bit of everything. Yeah. Am I going to be wrong? Am I going to be right? I'd rather be, you know, a little bit wrong than totally wrong if I pick one snack and end up hating it for three weeks. Sounds like modern portfolio theory. A little but bit, A yeah. little bit, yeah. That's kind of like, say you go out to eat and you go to a buffet. When you sit down, usually your plate looks like a little bit of everything that they had up there. I just well, did this on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> While you're going down the line, you take a little bit of salad, a piece of bread, yeah. some, some pasta, yeah, some chicken. chicken. You, yeah. know, you might not even like chicken, but you take it anyway because it's there. Yeah, and then you get back to the table and you realize, uh, you know, you're eating. I only really like the chicken and the salad, and the rest of it, you know, I'll, I'll eat it because I have it. But I, I wish I just got more of the chicken and the salad because I actually I really like those. I'm enjoying those. That's why buffets are great because you can always go back for a second. Well, yeah, it kind of works out in the buffet sense. You can test and then go back and uh, get more of what you like. Right. But you like to take a little bit of everything while you're up there the first time so you don't miss out. Yeah, you're afraid. Nobody likes missing out. I mean, that's right. loss aversion. We've talked about that before. You that's don't want right. to lose. You yeah. don't, you, nobody likes being a loser. Yep. So we see um, what is called the one to the nth strategy used a lot. What I mean by that is that one to the nth strategy it divides your contributions evenly across all of the funds that are offered in your plan. So if you have 33 funds available in your 401k plan, you put, you know, one you, you allocate equally over all 33 funds. If you have 10 funds, you allocate equally over 10 funds. When you 
think about it from a simplistic sense, yeah, you're diversifying, and that's that's great that people have gotten the diversification message because that's been beaten into people for the, the last decade or two now. So that seems to have sunken in, but they're not doing it in a sensible way, and they're just spreading it out over everything. And the, the issue with this is that you usually end up with a diversification that's um, heavily dependent on how your plan is structured. Right. Now, Richard Thaler and Shlomo Bernazzi did some research on the naive diversification in defined contribution savings plans. And in their experiment, they found that allocations to stocks and bonds were heavily correlated to how many offerings each asset class had in the plan. Uh, so what they saw was more stock, uh, if there were more stock mutual funds in the plan, participants had a heavier diversification that included stocks. And if there were more bond mutual funds in the plan, they had a heavier bond allocation in this plan. Whatever the, the plan was offering was driving how they were investing their money, which may or may not work out. This is really important, and I think a lot of people miss this because uh, we've seen reports that anywhere a, a, a number as high as 84% of people pick their mutual fund investments in the 401k plan on the day they sign up for the plan and then they don't make changes. Now, a lot of times we'll log into plans and we'll see in their 401k uh, allocations that most of the, the stock allocation, most of the growth-oriented investments in the plan may be large-cap growth funds, funds that mirror the S&P 500. This is really dangerous because if you're invested across the board, 10% in everything or 3% in 33 different funds, and most of those funds are skewed towards the S&P 500, if the S&P 500 isn't moving, you're not going to make any money. You've just got one big expensive index fund. That's, that's what you have. That's really what you've got. So it's a really, it's a potentially dangerous situation because... Let's face it, everybody who goes into their retirement plan has got different goals. Uh, Tim, you're going to be retiring at a different age than me, a different time than me. Brendan, same as you. So there's different goals for everyone's different accounts, and there's varying levels of risk or risk tolerances that people can, can take. Yeah, Tim and I may be close to the same age, but I may be a more conservative investor than Tim, and if you're just spreading your money out across everything in the plan, then you're not really taking into account how how you feel about those investments. Yeah, and if the people decide to allocate their money and their plans using this naive diversification, whether they know it or not, they could end up being very inappropriately invested. We, we always believe in keeping things simple when it comes to investing. That tends to be a good rule of thumb. But Albert Einstein did say that you should make things as simple as possible, but not simpler. And naive diversification seems, seems to be investors making their retirement plan contributions a little bit too simple. And that's, that's really an important takeaway in today's podcast. Now, when we do uh, put together these podcasts, it's important to know that none of the securities that we mention in this podcast or any podcast represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities that we happen to mention here. But more importantly, if you're relying on just a podcast for investment advice, we're warning you, you're probably making a mistake. And so we strongly urge all of our listeners 
to consult with their investment advisor before they make that decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. You can pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's all we have this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new podcast.